0: welcome back everyone this is the footy lg pod we are here the week before the world cup starts now i know what you're thinking it's gonna be a big world cup show it's not that's gonna be coming out later this week as well uh we have a big world cup show that we're gonna do we're gonna try to get some video for that as well so stay tuned for that at footy lg spotify instagram tiktok apple music all that great stuff i'm joined today of course by my co-host tony tony you doing good bro
1: Oh yeah,
0: I'm doing pretty yeah. good. Yeah, not a. Not, you know what? October, you weren't drinking. November, you're able to have a few more. I bet you it's been a much more pleasurable month, at least the 15 days of it.
1: Yeah, it's it has been, and I'm gonna need more by the <laughs> end of the month because I have nothing to cheer for. So. Come on, buddy, you're Canadian.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? You have nothing to cheer for. Fuck it, ah. you're Canadian. <laughs> oh man, no. I. You know what? If Canada wins this, which obviously they have no chance at it, but if they do, I don't want to see you at the parade.
1: Right, oh, you know I'll be there.
0: <laughs> and, and today we also got a previous contributor to the pod. We got Jason coming on. I I think he's got something he needs to get off his chest. I could be wrong, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking he's got a little something to get off his chest. that We're going to get to soon. Jason, what what are you what are you thinking about that?
2: Uh, I think there was some big news in the football world that's come out the last couple of days. I'm not too sure. Or, or, you know. It, 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 is that
0: something we're going to talk about today? I, you know, I, I mean, this is. Although this will be released after it's come out, we're filming this before the full Pierce Morgan Cristiano Ronaldo interview comes out. But we've already seen so many excerpts from it, so many quotes that we just had to bring on the Man U boy to come and give us his thoughts on what he thinks. Because although I like to say I'm a Man U fan, you know, I like Wolverhampton, I like Man U. Jay's a true Man U fan, so getting his perspective on this whole thing of Cristiano Ronaldo versus Man U is going to be great to hear. But before we get to that, that's going to take up the majority of this episode. But before we get to that, whenever we have another guest on the pod, they got to go against Tony in a follow the journey of guess that player. So what I do is I give the teams previously played by a player from the start of their senior career to where they are currently. And it's between today will be Tony versus Jay. First one to shout out who that player is wins. Now, just a little bit, because this one's a little bit tricky at the start, I think. So um, after every team, I say, if you yell out a guess, that's incorrect. The other player gets a free guess. And then if they don't guess or pass, we go to the next team. So on and so forth. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the first team That this guy has played for is Novara Football Club. The first team, again, that's Novara Football Club. I could be pronouncing it wrong, but that's the first team. Then they transferred to Udinese. Bruno (laughs) Fernandes. I actually knew it for
1: Novara, but I didn't – I I wanted to make sure first. How the uh, fuck did
0: you know Novara? I I didn't even know that was a team.
1: I know who Navarro is. That's, they were in Serie about when Bruno Fernandes was there. Were
0: they? Jesus. Yeah. Dude, I thought I, I thought I had a tough <laughs> one
2: in man. I swear to God, Tony. Well, I figured it'd be manual
1: Portuguese player with you guys on the pod. So that kind of narrowed it down <laughs> to
2: one country. So, that you, you know what's funny? I thought the same thing, but I thought he was going to go with like someone like Ronaldo's boy, like Roy Keane or something like that. So I was just waiting for him
1: <laughs> What yeah, and- threw me off was when you said Novara. I said, oh, okay, that's – I was thinking, like, okay, maybe that's Luca Toni because you want to do different, usually you do the favorite player on, a t- player on the team, the, the guest. And I'm like, no, he wouldn't do that to me. And then I heard it was Nassim, okay, and I was Drew Fernandez. So.
0: <laughs> See, you, I was originally, because of this show – being mostly dedicated to that Ronaldo Pierce Morgan interview. I was originally going to start with sporting and then see you both yell out Ronaldo, but ended up having it be Quaresma. Um, <laughs> 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 but, but I thought, that, I thought that would be a little too confusing. So I thought I'd go the Bruno Fernandez route because you know what, Bruno does have a little impact in this Ronaldo story. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay actually sent, show me the, I'm uh, messing me about the video of Ronaldo and Bruno kind of being a little frosty at the Portugal camp, um, Ronaldo goes to shake his hand. Bruno kind of waits for a second then shakes it and says something to him and walks away immediately. And you see Ronaldo's face. He kind of looks like, what what the fuck's going on? Like, he looks a little confused. And so that's not a good sign for Portugal because Bruno Fernandes plays like shit for Portugal to begin with. So if he's not having good chemistry with Ronaldo and they're both starting, it's not going to look pretty for these guys uh, in a couple, in I believe a week's time when they get their first match. I think their first match is next week wednesday or thursday i think it's actually next thursday so uh they got about a week and a half to get on the same page but right now it's not looking like it um i also saw that diogo Dolo, Dalo had a frosty meeting with him as well but they seemed pretty happy in the first day of training they're on the same team they took a nice instagram picture together
1: Diego <laughs> Dalo sitting salty to Ronaldo. like relax man you're lucky <laughs> you're
0: lucky to be there what do you mean? He's the second best fullback no, on that not. team. So don't tell me Mario Rui, okay? No. We're done with that. He didn't even make the team. He didn't even make guys, the team. That's why you guys going to lose.
1: You didn't pick no. one of your best players.
0: If we're going to lose, it ain't because Mario Rui didn't make the team. That's for damn God, sure. Give
1: going a lot of goals on Deloitte's side. You, Listen, I,
0: you didn't see the other
2: video of uh, Ronaldo and Cancelo today, did you?
0: Yeah. So I, I saw that one. Um, I think what happened there is I think Cancelo was mad at something else and Ronaldo was just trying to calm him down, but he didn't want to be calmed down. But I, I don't think it was an issue between Ronaldo and Cancelo, because what did Cancelo care about his interview? Cancelo's Man City. They hate Man use so I don't think yeah. he cared anything about that. I think he was mad at something else, and the kind the camera kind of doesn't tell the whole story there, kind of just showed him looking angry at Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo, as the captain of the team, was trying to come in and kind of calm him down, but he was a little pissed at something that happened.
2: I'm I'm glad you said that. The camera doesn't tell the whole story, because... That is what this entire story
1: is.
0: Well, then let's let's get into it. So just a little pre- preface for someone who's been living under a rock for the past few days. Um, coming out Wednesday, November 16th, uh, which is yesterday from when this podcast is being released, but we're recording it the day before. Um, Pierce Morgan sat down on his show with Cristiano Ronaldo and pretty much... Uh, Ronaldo dropped this bombshell of what's been going on at Man U since he's been coming back. So there's been a lot of quotes that we're going to get into, a lot of stories, a little uh what he said versus what they did and a lot of like, who's telling the truth. And you know what? A lot of people are th- getting mad at Ronaldo here saying, how does he do this during the season? This is a joke, blah, blah, blah. But let's get into it, Jay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you to start with because obviously you're the man, you guy. You got a big opinion on this. Let's go through you, and then me and Tony will kind of give our reactions and what we think. So, Jay, take it away.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I I I I read like the the first comments that uh, Fabrizio Romano kind of tweeted out, and I was like, holy shit! Like he he had to have been hacked. So so I go in there, and my you know the first thing I read was that. Uh, you know, he doesn't respect Ten Hag because Ten Hag doesn't respect him. So it took a little bit for me to digest all that. And I said, you know what? I get it. You know, I, I, and I broke it down to this way. And I, and I took myself, you know, I love Manu, you Uh, I, I love Ronaldo. You know, he's, he's, he's been the reason why I've been, you know, uh, watching football the past, you know, however long. Um, and, uh, but I, I was kind of pissed. Like, I mean, I could do without Ronaldo in, in United right now. I mean, he, he's not really a, you know, a, a factor in the games. So it, it, it doesn't make a difference whether he's there or not. Uh, however, I, I just kind of broke this down as if that happened to me in my in my personal job. And my boss was treating me treating me like shit. Yeah, you know, I go out and say that, and people are and uh, getting pissed off of, of, about him saying this shit about the club. Fuck off. Like, f- fuck off. You know, if you got treated like that, you have every right to go out and say that. And he's not saying anything that hasn't been said before. Now then now you hear a little bit more going into it, uh, when he you know, he's making fun of Rooney, saying Rooney, you know, maybe because Ronaldo looks younger. Well, Rooney looks like he's sixty five fucking years old. Again, it's the truth.
1: Um Rooney's but, the most overrated English player in the history of England. So
2: I, I agree. He, he, Ronaldo's completely was very, right
1: about that. But he was very good.
0: Ronaldo saying he's jealous of him, I think, is top tier. I think Rooney's been jealous of Ronaldo his whole career ever since that match. Like they were teammates, sure, but that England Portugal match, and I believe it was the World Cup, oh six World Cup. Ever since then, I think Rooney secretly hated Ronaldo. Yeah,
2: yeah, because fucking Ronaldo drank from the fountain of youth, and Rooney was like fucking Shrek. (laughs) 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 But anyways, um. And this is what I was getting to before when I said the cameras. I think all this was very, very calculated. I think we're hearing the, the, you know, the snippets. We're not really getting the meat and potatoes out of this. We're, get, we're we're, 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 getting a little snippet of what we want to hear, right? When this interview comes out, you know, you're going to hear that, uh, you know, that clip where he says he doesn't respect Ten Hag, and because Ten Hag doesn't respect him, and then he's going to give you reasons why. And okay. I think we already all we already all knew this. Yeah. Right? Uh since he didn't know who Ragnar was. <laughs> you know, that really I mean not
1: about many people did. Well, Chris, <laughs> are cool, you going up? <laughs>
0: I hope there's a Chris Armis quote. Oh my God, I will lose my mind if there's a Chris Armis quote in this interview. It'll be it'll make my year and the World Cup still to come. I don't even care. If Ronaldo trashes Chris Armis, he'll become even more of my favorite athlete of all time than he already is.
2: That would be priceless.
0: But yeah, I
2: mean, you see all these United fans that are butthurt about it. And I'm just saying, who the fuck cares? Let him go. Let him go. If you don't want him, Who cares? The and then uh, that,
1: the part ahead, that please. blows my mind about United fans is like, you guys are all about tradition. You like the way things go. So why not be respectful of somebody that, uh, you know, as a legend of that club? What do you care that he doesn't? I mean, Beckham trashed be- Man United too, but they don't treat Beckham like this.
2: Beckham did it. Keen did it. All the fucking legends. Everyone did it. it, yeah. You know, Zlatan did it. And the fucking, if Zlatan wanted to come back, you know. We'd welcome him. Welcome him with open arms. You know, yeah. it, it's just because it's, it's one of those things. Ronaldo. He's always gotten hate, uh, and always. he always will be. Yeah. And you know, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I I I love the guy, but I could care less if he was on the team or not. Yeah. I don't think he makes th- uh, this year especially. You
0: know. Yeah he's, he's, he it's hasn't different. been well, he hasn't been playing much this year but when he has played he hasn't looked like anything that they've been missing. Um, but, and, and I get, I get it with the fans too. Like what you guys are saying, again, this is tough right now because all three of us have the same fucking opinions because really we're just not stupid. Like the fans have been begging for someone to come out and speak out against the Glazers and the board at Man U. And now that one player is finally stepping up and doing it, they're going, whoa, 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 no one's bigger than the club. You got to know your place. Let me tell you something. No one's bigger than the club. Man U has 61 million Instagram followers. Ronaldo has 496 million followers. Ronaldo is way bigger than Manchester United as a club versus a person as uh, outreach and as an actual entity. Ronaldo's way bigger than Manchester United. I get people want to say you got to know you're on your club. But listen, I'm with Jay. This guy was a disrespected who's one of the best soccer players of all time. He won a champions league for Manchester United. He won a premier league for Manchester United. He came back to finish his career at Manchester United and scored the most goals for them last season when they were utter trash. He d- he's the reason that they made it to Europa league this year. He's done so much for this club and to get the treatment that he got is an absolute joke. However, I will say one thing on Eric Ten Hag's side. I really think he got put into an unfortunate situation. Like Jay said, we haven't heard everything from the interview yet, just snippets that they could trying to be, you know, they want to drum up interest for people to watch the interview. So they want us to get the, the big headlines like that. Oh, I don't respect Ten Hag. But let me s- say what I assume happened because they released a snippet today where Ronaldo's talking about what happened with his daughter. She was in the <laughs> hospital. He called Manu, uh, the board, and he said he talked to one of the directors and he said, listen, my daughter's in the hospital. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it the preseason. I got to take care of my family. This is a guy who lost. This This daughter had a twin who was lost at birth. While he mm-hmm. was still playing for Man U last season, might I add. So, I mean, he's been through a lot with this. He's probably a little bit scared, a little bit nervous, which is totally understandable. He wanted to take care of his daughter. He says the Man U director did not believe him. That is blatant disrespect. Like. Yeah. How can you do that to some, a human being? I don't care if you're Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't care if you're Harry Maguire, who I hate. You don't treat anyone like that. If that's the case, so that happened. Ten Hag comes in. I guarantee you, the directors and the board said, "Hey, listen, you're not getting Ronaldo for preseason now because oh." And then they probably said it like with a little backhanded backhanded remark, saying, "Oh, yeah, his daughter's sick, so he's not coming."
1: Tip- do- typical British person,
0: right? Exactly. So he, I think that happens, and they maybe say to him, "Listen." You got to penalize him for not coming, start him on the bench or something of that line. Ten Hag in a new role. He's looking at it. He's probably got Ronaldo for one year, maybe two years at most. He wants a career in Manchester. Who are you going to go with? You're going to go with your bosses, which is the board of directors, the Glazers, all of them, as opposed to a player. And obviously to Ronaldo, that comes off as disrespect. Uh, and I understand that, but I do think Ten Hag was put in a very difficult position. He seems to be a likable coach. A lot of his players seem to like playing for him. It, it seems like an unfortunate situation with for him, but he made his choice. He chose to side with the higher-ups as opposed to Ronaldo, and you're going to get this issue. And Ronaldo wanted to leave, but they said he's in his their plans, so they kept him at the end of the transfer window, which makes no sense to me if you're going to come up with all this. So I, I, just, I think, first of all, I hate the Glazers. Uh, the board of man, you they all suck. The, the Glazers are probably the worst owners in sports. Um, I don't blame Ten Hag, I know there's an issue with them, I understand it. I don't blame Ronaldo either. I think I do the same thing if I was in his position. It, it's just crazy, and I can't wait till this full interview comes out.
1: I have to say one thing though with the whole situation, and it's what I think Ronaldo's biggest mistake was it wasn't that he spoke out or anything like that. I think Ronaldo's biggest mistake was leaving. Um. Leaving Madrid after the Euro after the last World Cup to go to Juventus. I think that was his biggest mistake. He had he, he had everything good for him in Real Madrid, and then obviously Juve treated him like crap. And he expected this welcome party in Manu, and it was the same thing. And it's, it's one of those things. I how do I say it? You don't realize how good you have it until you you leave it, right? Yeah, grass is greener. I, yeah, and I think that's what Ronaldo's seeing right now is that since 2018, the last four years has been hor- horrible for him in the sense of club football. It's been trash. Like, he's been good, but the, the environments he's been in has been have been horrible. And I think now it's too late for him to get back to those pastures, in my opinion. But I think he has – I think he's trying to – how do you say it? Uh, oh, I just – like he's Did trying to make up, you seem like I made, I tried to do this for you, but in reality, is he really fucked up himself?
2: Oh no, he he didn't do this for anybody but himself. Let's not forget, at the end of the day, most pro athletes are selfish, and they're going to do everything that's best for them. They're going to look after number one, just like every club's going to look after the club, right? Um, but you're absolutely right. Ronaldo has become a product of his surroundings. Juventus yeah. was a shit show, you know. And when he came to United, it was a shit show. It's not like he came to United, you know. United, when you know, when Ferguson was there, and uh, you know, and everything was was tightly buttoned up, or you know, or or how it yeah. because like
1: you know, I mean, like you you see, like he just spent those years in Juventus, where they were just, if it wasn't for him, they'd be trash. And you look at Manu; they were not good the season prior to him going there.
0: To him, season, for him to, a season prior to him. No, going I'm there? No, saying, I'm saying, even, what, even prior, no, just, no, saying is
1: like, for the last seven years. Well, that's what I'm saying. Since he left Man U, it's been a distra- disaster there. So why would he even think that would be a good idea to go? Yeah.
2: Well, because you're removed from it, you right? Know. You'd figure, you know, yeah, Manchester I mean, United, you just... top tier. Yeah. And
1: that's I mean, yes, Juventus, let me... Juventus has the same – Juventus is like Man U. They have the same nice outside. If you get inside the restaurant, there's fucking rats running around. <whistles> You know, yeah. it's the same thing for both of them. I think that's how, where he's messed up. How
0: many how many goals would he have gotten, though, if he ended up signing for Man City last year as opposed to Man U? How many goals
2: does Holland have right now?
0: Yeah, triple it. <laughs> he would have done well. I think but... he would have done fantastic last year. And last season, Man City would have won Champions League. He would have won the scoring title easily. Like, I don't even think it would have been close. No. No,
2: he no, definitely would have, would, would, guess... would have done some
1: damage. Like, I'll be honest, I feel bad for the guy. Such, like, some of these quotes I heard that came out, especially the one of his daughter, I was, you know, I'm not surprised by that, man. You can deny it all they want. I totally, when I heard that quote, I totally saw that happen. But, you know, I think Ronaldo, he didn't put the fork in his foot, but he's not, uh, he got himself in this situation too. I mean, he he's, st-
0: he's still – I mean, in the, the, the situation in general, him doing this interview mid-season before the World Cup break, trashing his current team, is kind of a bizarre situation. No, that I, 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 see, that, I don't like, find it too –
1: I don't find it too bizarre because you want – in this situation, the best thing you can do is be open and say, I told you guys how I felt. Now, you want it – you don't like it? It's up to you. But you can't say I didn't hide anything from you guys.
0: Well, I mean so – I, I respect thing- that. The good thing, too, is really after the World Cup break, I think Man U has two games before the transfer window opens up. Mm-hmm. So he sits two games, and then hopefully he gets transferred out in January. I don't know where he goes, but I, I want to talk about one quote that absolutely – killed me and made me laugh my ass off and I hope it's true I didn't see the actual part where he says it because I a lot of people have been making up fake quotes on Twitter about this interview which has been getting a lot of news too because I'm saying it but if this quote is real I'm gonna cry laughing when I see it so he said that when Oli Gunnar Soljar was coaching <laughs> that he instead of a pre-match speech, all he did was turn on his goal from the Champions League game where he scored in 1999, oh, yeah. I believe it was, <laughs> and then they went out and proceeded to lose 5-0. to Liverpool. If that's, true, if that's true, that is one of the most legendary, iconic moments in the history of the game, because that's fucking hilarious.
2: Honestly, I that I if, if, if that is true, which I highly doubt it is, oh my lord. You, you are absolutely right. I'm going to get that put on a t-shirt.
0: Yeah, I, the only reason I don't think it's true is because I have seen video of one quote of where Man or where Ronaldo was talking about his respect for Oli uh, when he was talking about playing for underneath Oli and for him, he had a lot of respect for him. Even though he says that he might have been kind of out of his element as a coach, he had a lot of respect for playing with him because obviously they were teammates before and things like that. Um, so that's why I don't think that's true. But if it is true. My God, that that should win the Emmy for Moment of the Year in TV because that's just <laughs> way too funny.
2: That is and, the ultimate po- power move as a coach. Here, watch this, guys.
1: right, <laughs> five, five Liverpool scores five of them on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I just want to touch off on of one thing. Um, Bruno Fernandez is honestly a piece of shit because <laughs> if it no, I you know what? And I, if I was Ronaldo in that video i want to put him in his place bruno fernandez's career is there because of ronaldo
0: no i just uh, ronaldo no ronaldo
1: ronaldo paved the way for this guy no There's, if ronaldo doesn't do as good as he does everywhere bruno fernandez would not got the respect he got in all I honesty bruno fernandez is a one season wonder he's horrible no. for your national team he's horrible he's a one season wonder
0: okay i i will he's give you that he does no team. i will give you that he the does not play well for no... portugal He's, he's only had, had no one place. big tournament with us. He's only played he's one got, big tournament. He
1: did, and he it should have been his to shine, and he did nothing.
0: Okay, sorry. Two big turn. He's played two big tournaments. He's played one World Cup, one Euro. He wasn't and great. He either. has how, no place. To, he has how, no
1: place in giving
0: the disrespect for another like that. Oh, ca- calling him a no one place. season wonder though is insane because he, is. he holds the record for the high most um, goals in a calendar year by a midfielder in Europe. When okay, in a, a season like, and a half wonder. Like sporting, he was solid in sporting, and then for the first few years of oh, NU, no, no, he's sorry. been amazing. He's been great
1: oh, for i I'm Man ta- U. No, sorry. When I say that, I don't include the sporting. I'm talking about Manu's time, Manu. But I'm saying he, he he doesn't have no place to do that to Ronaldo. I don't give a shit who you are. He's got no place to do that. Ronaldo is no, no, a legend no. among the Portuguese community in soccer. He's a legend among Manu players. Yeah, okay. Bruno has the potential to be that, but he's not there. You haven't. He hasn't done shit for Portugal or Manu at the level Man Ronaldo has done. He I has 100% no place. Or... He, he has no place ever to do that to Ronaldo. You see Ronaldo in there. You don't like what he says. You shake his hand. He's your captain. He's the legend of, of your club. You know that most Man U fans are. If Ronaldo says Bruno's shit, most Man U fans are probably gonna jump and say, Yeah, he's shit. You do not most do that.
2: Fans think Bruno shit anyways.
1: I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you, which is who, crazy. He's not, not shit you, at all. But it's like, who do you think you are to do that? Okay, listen, so I me... saw, when I saw that video, it's so, like literally, I was like, Bruno, if I was around there, I'd literally be like, Who the fuck do you think you are?
0: No, no, let me let me tell you how it is, all right? Bruno Fernandez right now is the de facto captain of Man U. When Harry Maguire doesn't play, he gets the armband. Like he, he him and De Gea right now are the two guys that they might not be seen as the captains, but they're the captains of that team. They've been there the longest out of everyone there. Um, they're the guys in. Now, as a person, I'm thinking, okay, I can think if I'm at work and I see my buddy he's pissed at his job. The owners have been, his boss have been fucking him over. He goes out, does this whole thing, draws all this negative media attention to my company or my team. I'm going to be pissed. Maybe not at him, but just pissed at the situation the way things are done. He's trying to be the captain of Man U and get this team moving forward. But now they're going to get all this all this negative yeah. backlash from it. He's, he has the right to but be pissed not, in my mind. But that's and not not saying, what Bruno did. Bruno he, made, he made a hand. scene. We don't know ah, he what he, he scene, did. Man. We don't know what he did. Okay, okay from speak- that video, from that video, that's making a scene. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. If agree.
1: you want to be pissed, you want to be the bigger man. Then don't fuck. shake his hand and go away. He did, but not in front of the camera. Think this is Act all salty rude. like
0: that. What do you mean?
2: This is all. This is all a game. I think this is all a show for the camera. To be honest with you, I don't think there's any problem between Bruno and Ronaldo. Are you kidding me? They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Could be right. I don't They're know, fine. man. that was just for the camera. Let's have some fun with the camera. That's what they're going to be doing now. The, 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 you, like it or not, this might be a way to take an edge off, or a, a, any little Ronaldo can take the spotlight. Ronaldo can take the criticism. That's that. That's how it's been his entire career. That's how it's going to be until the day. You know how many times has Portugal gone into a tournament a heavy favorite and then dogged out? Right. Maybe yep. this takes t- t- takes a little bit of pressure off the team, and maybe that's another reason Ronaldo did this. You know, you never know you never know what was going on between Ronaldo and George Mendes when they decided to to do this interview and i, I, I that everything is just too perfect with the timing and the world cup to think something you're right straight like, you know he's doing this for a reason and everything he does is calculated you know yeah. other than maybe walking off the pitch that one game Everything Ronaldo's done throughout his career has been very, very calculated, and I have no reason to believe that this is any different.
1: What if this is uh, – it's a far-fetched, but what if this him trying to get benched at Portugal to make a statement like you guys still – he's still how good as he is. Why, he, you we, guys, why would
0: he want to get benched to Portugal? Well, no, just to make a point.
1: You guys all think I'm washed up, and I'll let Bruno do his job. But they don't play the what same position. But yeah, he's. But I'm just saying, like, let him lead Listen, the team. Who I can to the team act, like Ronaldo?
0: All, all of my ch- talk about how much I love Ronaldo, I'd actually be okay with him getting benched and have Gonçalo Ramos from Benfica play forward because I think we'd be better off with him playing there as opposed to Ronaldo <laughs> playing there, to be completely honest with you. I love the guy, but time is undefeated and Ronaldo is almost, what, 38 years old now, 37 years old? He's getting up there. He's not the guy he used to be, so I'd be okay with him getting benched in Portugal in favor of a young kid like Gonçalo Ramos or even playing like a two striker setup of Liao and João Felix. It's not going to happen. Ronaldo. The one thing I know for a fact about Ronaldo is he loves playing for Portugal more than he loves anything else in his soccer career. So he's going to be out there every single game. And if he gets subbed out before the game's over in a tight game, you watch, he's going to be pissed. He might walk off the field too, because he doesn't want to get subbed. This guy gives everything he has for Portugal and good or bad, he's going to be out there. And you know what? We'll see how that works out. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't have high hopes. After that last Euro Cup last year, he, they just, yeah, he led the league and he led the te- the tournament in goals, sure, but he did not play that good. But Portugal yeah. as a whole did not play that good. I'm not putting that just on Ronaldo. I'm putting that on Bernardo yeah. Silva. I'm putting that on Bruno Fernandes. Putting that a lot of players on that team. I Ruben mean, Diaz, they did not play good. The last,
1: last, the last uh, Euros, it looked like there was a bit of tension in between your midfield. There was. And but you could see it. You could see, it, especially if you, between Bruno and Bernardo when they were out there together, like it was just, you could, that's, that's Portugal's weakness is that you guys have great players, but it's the team that doesn't play well together.
0: And that's what, that's on the coach. And I've been, I've been saying it for since 2018. Okay. He won on 2016. Good play, but we need to move on for Fernando Santos. But again, that's, that's to get into in our world cup discussion. We just talked all about Ronaldo. That was, um, it's going to be a great interview. I cannot wait to watch it. We'll obviously be discussing it on the next week of the regular schedule podcast. We're going to be doing some more World Cup stuff, but we'll come back and we'll talk about some stuff next week too as well. Uh, Tony, I know you have another conspiracy theory you nut for us, but mm-hmm. before we get to that, I just want to, I, I, I was reading a story yesterday that it's not fake. This is a legit story confirmed by the team. And I just want to let you, let you get, let, like, get your opinions on why it could happen. So Ashton United, who's a non-league team in England, have made uh, a bid to Man City for a 24-day loan of Erling Holland. So, so while everyone else goes to the World Cup, Erling Holland's is going to be sitting around doing nothing. So Ashton United wants to have him come there and play for them during this break. Is this crazy or could it happen?
2: Not a fucking chance in hell.
1: Yeah, I don't think it happens unless Holland signs like a waiver, but,
2: <laughs> no, but how shit, you cool think, would that be? Are you gonna are you gonna let your golden horse maybe go get injured playing in fucking you know what stops
1: it from the like, Farmers just, League? What stops <laughs> it from just driving up there and saying, Hey guys, I'm down.
0: No, I know one it's of the non-league. games too, one of the games too would be uh, against United of Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. But no, I mean, yeah. listen it's it's a it's an awesome marketing play for this team, um, because it's got people talking about Ashton United. I've never even heard of them before. I thought, oh, maybe FC. I've heard about them if they've played Wrexham, but I think they're in the other division of the non-league, so they don't even play Wrexham. Um, it's it, it makes me laugh because you know what though? It's kind of crazy because you don't want your guy getting rusty is my only thing. You don't want him uh-huh. to get any rust on him. So maybe if he goes gets one or two games in, forty five minutes in, it's not that bad. Um, And just how many goals would he score? He's going to go
2: take, he's going to go take reps with AFC Richmond. He's going to be
0: coached by (laughs) Ted Lasso. And (laughs) now that I'd like to see, I mean, Man City, they've already been in the show, you know, Jamie Tart played for them in the, in the first season. I I could see the, see it working (laughs) there, but I think he scores like eight goals a game in non-league play.
1: Oh, for sure.
2: (laughs) Oh, like you, you, maybe running backwards, only using the back
0: of his left foot. (laughs) Eight goals. Yeah, no, no, he, he's not allowed to use his head. He can't, he can't, he can't chest the ball. He can't do anything. Yeah, there have to be so many rules to break him down from not scoring, but oh man, that'd be too funny. Um, Tony, what's this new conspiracy theory you got for us?
1: Okay, so this this new one, it's uh mostly again, pretty much something I've noticed, and I'm not, I'm happy, but I'm not. So, what I've noticed is when Italy misses the World Cup, at least in my lifetime, uh, the club teams I well, it's follow... Happened, it's,
0: happened, it's happened twice now, so... I know.
1: So the club Consecutive teams World
0: I... Cups, just throwing it out uh, there. The club
1: teams <laughs> I follow have gone on to win the championship. So, in November 2017, Italy got eliminated by Sweden in the playoffs, and TFC won the championship about a month later. Well, once again, Italy will miss the World Cup... And my Napoli is quite a is about eight points ahead right now in the Syria and firing on all cylinders. So as much as I'm gonna suck to have Italy miss this World Cup, it seems like it could be a good omen for Napoli.
2: That'll be good. Napoli could get another sponsor on their jersey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and a star, finally. No, um, you only
1: get stars after ten Syrias.
0: Oh, okay. So then, never mind. They won't be getting one of those anytime soon. But is this the year that it happens? Listen, I, I got They're one lucky, thing. Man. I got one thing to throw in that wrench in that conspiracy theory, Tony. When Italy didn't qualify in 2017, TFC won it in 2017. Yeah, Italy it didn't ap- qualify. In, Italy didn't qualify in 2022. Napoli can't win 2022. They can only win 2023
1: no, but you had to win the fault that same season. Ah, uh, it's a
0: tricky. No, one. it works.
1: It works. It's the same
0: season. Well, the good news for you is I don't see any way Napoli doesn't win the league because yeah, no. <laughs> the, every other <laughs> yeah. team there looks like shit except for maybe AC Milan and they're what, what they're eight <laughs> points back. Yeah, yeah. Uh Napoli would have to have an arsenal of collapses to not win this league, but it's happened before. They should have won that year when Juventus came back from behind to take it. So yeah it, but no, it, it was
1: a it's a nice little omen for me, I guess
0: yeah okay <laughs> all right point. um Tony, I'm pulling for you, buddy. I hope I, you I need some <laughs> Okay. Syria. <laughs> yeah, no Italy in the World Cup. go for Syria go for uh, Napoli. Oh, you know what I'll give you that, Tony. I don't give a shit about the Syria. I hope Napoli wins. the Portuguese boy Mario Rui, he didn't make the World Cup at least he gets to hold a title this year.
1: Uh, it's a big mistake on Portugal's part. No, it's not. He's no. playing on real this year.
0: No, it is not. He's playing unreal, but he's not playing good enough to get into Portugal squad because all the fullbacks that were taken are much better than him. Nah. They are. You guys want to talk
2: about a big mistake? How about calling yourself English when you were born in Calgary and then not getting oh, taken
0: on the World God. Cup oh. squad? Oh. You, know you know what?
1: <laughs> you know what? I don't even blame Tamori. I blame Tamori for thinking England won't act racist against him.
0: Listen, you know I, I...
1: Like, that. that's just... Tamori's an idiot. I, I
0: cannot believe he was not chosen. First of all,
1: I know. I have two thought passes. And not even just him, Smalling and freaking and uh, Tammy Abraham too.
0: It's because they don't play in the Prem first off, um, which makes no sense. But here's my two thought processes. On my first thought process is that uh, Gareth Southgate is an absolute idiot because he did not take, in my opinion, the best defender for England. Not to mention when he's played for England in full games, they've never scored a goal. Against England, and when he's played the full ninety and started, uh, he's kept a clean sheet every single game he's played for England. And yet they did not take him. Again, it's only three games, but still. And uh, okay, whatever. Maybe you guys have better options. Let's look at those better options. Connor Cody, who's been absolute dog shit this year. (laughs) Eric Dyer, who's been absolute dog shit this year. Harry Maguire, who is the biggest piece of dog shit on this fucking planet. He's he's
1: blowing. Harry Maguire. There's no way. (laughs) There's no way this guy's not giving handjobs to Southgate like, like in, the on only, Wednesday nights. Out, the of the, out of
0: the center backs to make it, the only center back that I would say, okay, you can argue is on level with Tamori. And even though I don't agree, I think Tamori's better is Ben White, who's been playing with Arsenal. Okay. Even that's a stretch. Though. Even that's a stretch. But to not pick Tamori is absolutely crazy. But here's my second line of thinking about this I love it because, A, I want to see England lose as bad as they fucking can lose. I fucking hate England in the mm-hmm. in world tournaments. They are the worst fan base. They're like, they, they piss me off to no one. So I'm glad they didn't take him because now their team's going to be worse. And on the second hand, you know what? Fuck you to Tamori to, to for picking England over Canada when he was born in Canada. I, I don't give a shit. If you were, <laughs> I'm a, if you want to play for England, Oh, it's the big thing. Fuck that. Come and play for your own country. Cause he's exactly what we needed. If we had Tamori yeah. in this roster, our, our chances go from, well, it's going to be a Cinderella story from the guy of the group to we have a real chance to compete because we have a world-class center back, world-class midfielder, world-class attackers. Like 100%. Uh, our depth isn't big, but if we had him in the back line with a Steven Vittoria playing beside him or even a Kamal Miller, mm-hmm. that de- that defensive line with Adekube and Larea on the other sides is a good defense, especially with Borian in that too. It's, it would be so solid, but he wanted to play for England. And you know what? I hope he's looking at guys like EK Ugbo who was in the same situation as him? I think I, I'm not sure if Ugbo was born in Canada. Actually, he might have been born in England. Um, um, no, he's in Nigeria, is he not? He's is, Nigerian, isn't he? It was he. Well, no, no, he was born in London. So he was born oh. in London, but he came to Canada and he lived in Canada um, when he was four. When he was four years old, I believe he played in Brampton and Woodbridge before going back to UK to join the Chelsea academy. But he chose to play for Canada. Now look at it. He's a te- he's going to be on the World Cup roster and probably playing some heavy minutes in the World Cup because really. I would put him as our third best striker outside of Jonathan David and Kyle Lair, and I'd put Ugbo up third.
1: If Cavallini sees time at the World Cup, I'm going to be so mad.
0: I, I will be disgusted. Holy fuck. How do you Ka- bring that lady? I would Ka- have
1: rather brought that Serbian kid.
0: I, I Well, he we I think they wanted to, but he doesn't want to play for us. I think he wants to play for Serbia. I would have brought in fucking... Uh, no, oh, oh, don't get me started on Schaffelberg. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> um, I would have brought Theo Corbino, the pork shop that's playing out in England right now. I would have brought him over Kevin but again I think Ugo's the third striker on the team I think he gets in miss. I think we could potentially see a breakout from him in this tournament as That'd one of the players nice. I think he might score a goal this tournament um but yeah it's 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 absolutely nuts I'm I'm glad that Tamori didn't make it uh, as a big fuck you to him and a big fuck you to England because they're worse without him I hope Harry Maguire plays every single game and lets in eight goals a game because that defensive line is gross like Trent is ass At defending, their only good defender, in my opinion, on that team is Kieran Trippier and Kyle Walker. Like, they're the only two good defenders in the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, because that's the
1: thing. Like, with all these injuries that they had, why would you not consider even Smalling and Tamari? Like, it's just, it blows my mind.
0: Yeah. Like, how that, like,
1: Smalling is playing out of his mind for Roma with Mourinho. Yeah, like it's just crazy. It's if just, you don't play in
0: the Prem, you're not a good player, man. That's the way that's English fine. media thinks. That's the way the English coaches think. And you gotta play in the Prem because it's the best league in the world. That's how they think.
1: When was the last time a Prem player won the Golden uh, the Ballon d'Or?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I think I was like ten years old. It was
1: Ronaldo. Was it Michael Owen?
0: Or it oh, Ronaldo? I thought no, no. I, I, oh, you you mean like a player playing in the Prem? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was Ronaldo. It was Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, an actual English person winning the Ballon d'Or Michael was Owen, yeah, yeah Michael Owen, but. But yeah, Ronaldo was the last one to win it as someone playing in the Prem. But Yeah, it's tough, but you know what? Good, because I hate England, so I'm happy to see them lose. Jay, before we head out, we're going to get mine and Tony's predictions on the World Cup and everything going forward. We already did it a few months ago, but we're going to do another one coming out. Probably releasing Saturday, Tony. Probably get it released Saturday because the World Cup starts Sunday. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll get that out Sunday, so our predictions. But Jay, before we let you go, what is your big World Cup prediction? I want to get who you think is going to win the tournament I want to think who's gonna who's gonna be the golden boot of the tournament.
2: Oh, wow, uh, two tough questions. Uh, do I answer it smart or do I answer it with my heart? Uh, you can
0: give me both if you want. I'll take both.
2: Okay, you know, I, I, I who do I think is gonna win? Yes, uh,
0: it's, I, I think
2: it's gonna be Brazil. I think. Golden boot. Uh, uh, Darwin Nunes.
0: That's a sneaky, sneaky pick, and I really like it. I think he's going to be lethal. He's got the group to do it in. Like, he's facing Portugal. He's facing Portugal, who's got Ruben Diaz and then like 38-year-old Pepe beside him. So that, like, that, that's not too tough. Then he's got Ghana, who's going to be without a few of their top players. Then he's got South Korea. He could easily put in some goals in those games. Um, I can definitely see him making a splash at this tournament in the Golden Boot. I like that pick a lot. As far as Brazil goes, I got to agree with you there too. I think they have, out of all the rosters that have been released so far, they were the most impressive to me. Um, just with the t- amount of talent they have there, not to mention they have, in my opinion, I've said it's many times on the podcast before, they have the best goalie in the world in Allison, uh, and that's going to be that's going to mean a lot because he can control that backline where they are the weakest. Uh, their backline, their defense in general is probably where they are the weakest, but they yeah. have a, a guy like Allison to control that, and their attackers are just so good. They're going to have the options to they're choose def- from Neymar, Vinicius Junior, Rodrigo. Like their attacking is just insane.
2: It, their depth up front is like nothing you've ever seen at a World yeah. Cup. It's 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 insane.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you didn't pick Argentina because I'm seeing everyone pick Argentina to win. And Argentina, like, oh did you
1: see that roster? Like, oh my god.
0: Uh, I the know rosters.
1: I, this like, oh.
0: You know Here what though? God, I do think the young player of the tournament could be a kid on Argentina.
2: <laughs> you think Granacho?
0: remember... The, oh, if he made it, then yeah, I would have said him, but he, no, plays, he, with, didn't. he, he didn't. plays with he plays with Ronaldo. He won't make it as long as Ronaldo's on that team, because Messi's eagle. Look at Dybala, never played for Argentina while he was with Ronaldo at Juventus. That's how big Messi's ego is. No one talks about it, because they talk about such a good guy. Messi has one of the biggest egos in the world, which is ironic because he's such a small dwarf piece of shit. <laughs> But no, the young player of the tournament. Watch out for him. He plays for Benfica currently. His name is Enzo Fernandez. Apparently, a lot of Premier Team League teams were trying to pick him up this uh, this summer, and they couldn't. And Benfica held on to him for a bit. Watching him in the Champions League, that guy is a box to box midfielder that could go with any that could go toe to toe with any other box to box midfielder in any league. He's that good, in my opinion. I think he's going to get a big money transfer either January or the next offseason. And I think this tournament, people are going to really see. Oh, wow. Like they're going to be watching Argentina for Messi, but they're going to be leaving talking about this Enzo Fernandez kid because I think he's the real deal. Well, I hope he isn't. Yeah, I agree. Because fuck Benfica and fuck Argentina. So I hope he isn't for both those things. But that's just my small prediction to give you guys a taste of what's coming uh, for our World Cup pub. that's coming out. But, Jay, thanks for joining also, us today. What do you got? Sorry, right, we're finishing up now. Nice. What do you got?
2: I know this is the easy pick, but Jonathan David is going to go down in history as the first Canadian to score a goal at a World Cup. Book it. Well, well, you, you, know know
0: stocky, man. Stocky, you know what? I like inspired, that. No, I like that. Let's let's get our, let's get our picks in now, okay? Because you know what's funny. So, I was actually looking at this two days ago because I saw an ad on my Twitter for Sports Interaction, and they had the odds for who's going to score Canada's first goal, and Alfonso Davies was the favorite. If you bet on him, you got two to one. Then Kyle Laren at three to one Jonathan David was 5.75 to one odds to be Canada's first goal scorer. To me, that's insane. Oh, that's I, yeah, of course. Take that he, one. I am. I, I'm going to, I gotta, I, I have, it's been years since I've had uploaded to my sports interaction account. I'll have to go in there and remember the password, but I'm going to throw some money on John David because I, I agree with you, Jay. I think David is going to be our first goal scorer because to, to me, he's our best attacker. And also if you have to take a penalty kick, I, it's between Laren or David. Laren's been taking them before, but I think David's the guy to take him going for. He takes him for Lille. He's like the third top scorer in France. I, I give him the penalty kicks, but that's just me. But so me and Jay got Jonathan David. Tony, who's the first goal scorer for Canada? Oh,
1: it's going to be Eustachio, man. That guy's like firing it. It off Steylard. Dude, that guy's a guy, once he gets that confidence, he's going to run with it. He's running with it with
0: that confidence. No, he's he wow. tearing everything up. He's not yeah. even, a, he's he's not really an attacking midfielder. Oh, you know, midfielder, right? like, what I... The but way he scored. He it. scored like every game for Porto the past like four games.
1: And the way I see is Davy's gonna make a run down that wing. He's gonna put it in the middle. It's just gonna bounce off Laird and then he was talking to pick up and drive it in. Like I just I just see that guy as being is just he's gonna have an unreal tournament.
0: You know what? I can um I I can definitely see it just because it's it, he's been hot and you ride the hot mm-hmm. hand right now. Um I, I just don't know he's not attacking forward and he doesn't play like attacking mid for Canada either. Okay, kind of does, world, but
1: the uh, World Cup the World Cup is all about taking your chances. Yeah, yeah I gotta ease the words there.
0: So do you want to hear the lock though that I have? Because of if, if Mark Anthony K starts the first game, there's an there is a prop bet right now for Canada for Canada that's for any player to cry during the national anthem first game only <laughs> and if you say yes it's paying almost five to one.
2: Oh, that's a tough one oh.
0: if you telling me you were beside mark anthony can he's yelling at the top of his lungs the oh canada you're not going to shed a tear i think it's i think it's the biggest lock in all of in this whole tournament <laughs> you know, I, you know I can see crying the, at the first game probably boy on jonathan that's sorry, too i was right? gonna
2: say because Boyan, say Boyan's
1: like you know his parents are refugees from Serbia or Bosnia, whatever it was. And like, you know, he's just bleeds red and white. You know, he's just he's been a trooper through the dark ages of Canadian soccer and now he's gonna be captain Canada at the World Cup.
0: Hey listen, so you, you got Steven Ustakio scoring the first goal. I had to look up the odds on that. It's twenty five to one for Ustaki to be the first goal scorer. And the funny part about that is Theo Corbino, someone who didn't make the team, is thirteen to one to score. <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know who
0: runs these sites, but my god, sometimes they're retarded. But yeah, someone's so. gonna
2: see that, not no shit, and sprinkles thinking he got a value pick.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, look at that, thirteen to one. I gotta bet that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Jose, so do it. not pick Theo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So you know what, Jay, thanks for coming on, man. We're all super excited to see the interview tomorrow. We might have to get you on in the future so we can go back and talk about this. Uh, because yeah, that Pierce Morgan interview, guys, look out for that. If you've missed it, it came out. I believe it's on Sky Sports. I'm sure you'll be able to watch it online. It's going to go down. I'm super excited. I've never been this excited for an interview in my life. So <laughs> so I can't, I can't wait. Jay, thanks for coming on. Tony, always a pleasure. Guys, look out for the surprise world. It's not really a surprise, I guess we announced it, uh, the World Cup pod that's dropping Saturday, as well as stay tuned to the Footy LG pod, which comes out every Thursday. And follow us, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music at Footy LG. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Go Canada. Let's go.